And now, a Blaze Media Podcast. It is a Blaze Media Podcast. And oh my gosh, it is Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Welcome to the broadcast. It is live from the COVID-19 quarantine bunker. And if you haven't left your home in a few days because of the shelter-in-place orders, tomorrow morning, get yourself a cup of coffee, grab your keys, go start your car before the battery dies, and just drink your coffee in the car and help your battery recharge. This has been another Chewing the Fat helpful reminder moment during this coronavirus pandemic lockdown. You're welcome. It's Fat Pile Friday, and it is going to be Fat Pile Headline Friday. I was going through. It's just uh, incredible the amount of news we have for you today. But uh, just a reminder, uh, tomorrow, if you're listening live uh, to this podcast on Friday, the 27th of March, 2020, tomorrow, uh, this 28th, the WWFs, not the wrestling, but the wildlife, uh, Earth Hour happens you just shut all your all your lights off at 8.30 your time. So 8.30 p.m., your local time, shut them down. Go dark. That's part of the Earth Hour is to raise awareness for climate change. Yes, uh, Chris, in the back with your hand up. Um, what if you're already green by having solar panels and solar batteries? At 8.30 p.m., your local time. Shut all your lights off and go dark. I didn't. I don't know how much clearer I could be. Yeah, but I'm already not using power from my grid. So do but I need to raising awareness for climate change? But see, here's the thing. I'm aware. Of, I'm aware of the climate change. So I decided to go solar. Not really for that reason. But like I decided to go solar. So do I still need to participate, even though I have solar panels? If I drive by your house between eight thirty and nine thirty tomorrow. And there's a light on. I am calling the WWF police. I think it is an hour too, right? You're supposed to shut them down yeah, for, for an hour. Yeah, for one hour. Yeah, yeah. Oof. So does that Here's mean what that? You do. Does that mean that you have to shut off your AC for one hour? That's not going to happen. Oh well, then I'm going to call the WWF. No, but, it is, but it doesn't say. It, no, wait, stop for just a second, there, Mister. It's turn your lights off. Go dark. Yeah, but if it, I, I, I'm pretty. I could call myself an expert when it comes to kilowatts usage. When it comes to what appliances <laughs> uses the most. You know what? You call yourself an expert on anything you want. That doesn't make it so. But no, go like ahead. I said, like I said, I am a kilowatt expert, and my AC grabs about four point seven to four point nine kilowatts every time it's on. Don't even use the stupid thing. And. My light is like point zero one point zero <laughs> two kilowatts. So I feel that 
if anybody's gonna go dark, you have to go fully dark. That means you shut everything off. Let's go to the breakers and shut and it down. Just shut it. Just shut it down. I, I'm okay with that, and I'm sure the WWF people are oh well. I mean, they are happy about it. They will applaud you by doing that. See, but this particular event, Earth Hour, is just to go dark for an hour. Now we have uh, Ozark. Don't just stop. Don't even. Don't even go. Come back to me with your little. Oh, it's not the real thing. I look. I'll go dark for an hour. I'll put a blanket over myself and the TV so I can continue to watch Ozark. Because we have Ozark dropping today on Netflix, season three. Excited about that. We already told you that you can get your uh, 30-day free CBS All Access oh, with the uh, I hate you. offer code GIFT. I hate you so much because <laughs> I've not gone to sleep since <laughs> Wednesday night. So you got it. I got it. It works. Uh, I'm not doing. I'm not doing it till the end, until it's like Sunday night. So because okay. I got I got Ozark this yeah. weekend. So and I say that I say that. But you're and then tonight, after about three or four episodes of the Ozark, I'm gonna go. You know, CBS probably, All Access is you know. Yeah, three days. I get that. Just split them up back yeah. back and yeah, forth. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I've been doing. So like, uh, so we probably talked about this, so I'm sorry. I'm going to bring this up. Like, CBS decided to pull everything from everywhere. You can't get anything. And then Jeffy taught you a trick on how to, if you still have cable, how to get, you know, all that CBS access on yes. your cable box. But I thought most of the shows that were pulled from Hulu, I thought they were canceled. So I was like, okay, fine. You know, that's TV life. But then when I opened up my CBS All Access, Young Sheldon is there. SWAT is there. Uh, interrogation Plus the is Dingleberry. there. They've got Picard and they've got Picard the other new Dingleberry there. show. Interrogation. Uh, yeah. What is it? Interrogations. Like interrogation. Yeah, interrogation. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah. I've been going. Oh, and The Neighbor with uh, with Cedric the Entertainer and Schmidt from New Girl. Dude, I go back and forth. So I, right now I'm on a bench of John Sheldon. Then I go back to the neighbor. Then I go back to SWAT. You oh, and Blue Bloods. You haven't touched Picard yet, have you? No, no but I'm going to leave Picard because I feel that by the time I get to Picard, I don't have anything to go back and forth. And I'm just going to go Picard full on. Yeah, because the, the season finale aired last night. Yeah. So, I'm so just, they're I'm, all yes. up now. So I'm just going to go and go full Picard without no you know, in, interruptments from other TV shows that are just burning a hole on my Apple TV right now. And they already said uh, that season two has been re-upped for Picard. I mean, obviously they're waiting to get past the coronavirus lockdown, but uh, yeah, we can't shoot any new, new shows, heaven forbid. Can't even finish seasons on AMC. But uh, oh, the funny how on. CBS what All happened? Access did it. Hold on, what huh. happened to AMC? I'm sorry? What happened to AMC? I, they just don't know how to, uh, you know, wrap up episodes for shows. It's oh, they all have some programming issues. Up. A little programming issue. I mean, I'm sure they've all still got their jobs because it was, you know, how could you see it coming? I mean, the other networks did, but how could AMC see it coming? It's not like it was a pandemic. It's agonizing. So uh, we also have uh, Elton John's big benefit concert Sunday night. Nice. Uh, Who's carrying that? Right. Who's carrying that? Uh, Fox. Okay. And iHeartRadio. Nice. Okay. I know. And it's 9 to 10 Eastern. 
So those of us that will be watching the uh, the episode of Walking Dead, just DVR it. Uh, <laughs> That's the way it goes. I'm not going to be Elton. I love you, but uh, Dead's on at the same time. So, so I'm pretty sure that Elton will win that time slot this week. Well, there's nothing else. To be honest, there's nothing else. Oh, wait. That's what I'm saying. It's up against Walking Dead. When you okay. say there's nothing else. The company I can't get their season finale correct. Yeah. I know. Okay. I know. I know. I know. But uh, and it's also going to be on iHeartRadio. Uh, you know, in there. And you can stream it for free on the iHeartRadio app. Oh, my gosh. That's the same app that you can get Chewing the Fat on. So... When you're done listening to Ellen, you could just go and listen to Chewing the Fat and subscribe there, too. But uh, it's going to be for uh, the, what is, it, what is the special thing that they're broadcast, that they're providing for, that they're raising money for? Gosh darn it. It's for, uh, it's the Living Room Concert, and it's Feeding America and the First Responders Children's Foundation. So I'm not these two charities helping those impacted by the coronavirus, Feeding America and the First Responders Children Foundation. So from 9 to 10, you get the special uh, special concert, uh, living room concert for America. Alicia Keys, Billie Eilish, Backstreet Boys, Tim McGraw, Billy Joe Armstrong, Billy Joe Armstrong, Mariah Carey, Elton John. This is what I'm excited about and more. So. I cannot wait. On such a timeless flight. Oh man. Wait. Wait, this is the whole thing? And I think it's gonna be long, long I am fired up about the whole thing. It's not just the cut. Alright, that's great. Now, he's probably not going to do that song because he's going to want to sing his stupid new songs. What? No, he He'll, can't do that. Yes. He all he's going to do, do is sing his uh, Rocket Man songs. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. So, that's just don't dumb. even... Just go back and listen to your old Delta music and be happy. That's what's going to happen. Also, we had news uh, starting uh, the 30th, which is Monday. Uh, those of you that are Costco members, uh, the hours are going to be cut. I hate to break it to you. I know. I don't. And it's not, I'm not Costco. You don't need to give me the look. I'm just telling you that they're going to uh, the stores and the gas stations closing early, uh, Monday through Friday for the Costco stores. What's However, What's I don't know why, but the weekends, eh, we'll just leave those regular hours. Well, that's why because of manpower. That's because they don't have that many people to work Monday to Friday, and no one's going to come out through Monday to Friday. Everybody's leaving their stuff for, like, Saturday and Sunday. Nobody's working. Yeah, yeah. It's but, not you know, the weekend like, rush anymore. You know, it's just going to cut. Out. But do they say what hours are we cutting? Are we opening, like, at 9, closing at 2? Stores will close at 6.30 p.m. Oof. Oof. Monday through Friday. The gas stations are going to stay open until 7. It's nice of them. 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, well, somebody finishes shopping at 6.30, they still want to be able to get gas. Oh, okay. We'll leave it open for another 30 minutes. I never understood why you closed down a gas station. Just leave the pump on. Credit card only. Yeah, but you, no, but then, then you got to have somebody there monitoring them at all monitoring times. Monitoring what? Yeah, you got to have the guy in the back, just in the back room, sitting there 
making sure that yeah, what happens if somebody pulls up and doesn't know how to put the nozzle in their gas tank? Well, then you, you don't have get somebody gas. there monitoring. Then you don't get gas. Tough. Yeah, no, you, that's right. You have need help. You need a helper there. And you got to make sure the code, the hoses are correct and the trash cans are coordinated. And you got to have somebody there monitoring at all times. And then there's water at the squeegee thing. Yeah, with, ooh, you know what? They have, they have. I've been a little low on those bad boys. Do you Lately, use them? Uh, Do you use them? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I found the one person to, that I used to. I used to use them all the time when I could walk away from pumping gas on my car, but I have an issue with my gas tank now. And apparently, it's a it's a Volkswagen bug issue. That's what I drive as a Volkswagen bug. Uh, is that uh, you? It, there's something that's wrong with the intake. Okay. Of the gasoline. So if I if you just put the nozzle in and then you know walk away full bore, full bore, and you know hook it up and you know walk around and wash your windows and stuff. Mine won't do that. It it has it reads like it's full and it'll. <laughs> It overflows and it's gas everywhere. Just uh, so you got to kind of stand there and half, you know, you got to kind of get that handle just right. Okay, and it takes just a little bit longer, like forever, to put gas in. Ouch! And yeah, and some gas stations. That's why I only go to. A, I know the two that work really good that I, I'm able to control the the uh, the key because some of the newer gas stations, man, you can't. It's tough. It's tough to get them get it just right to pump slow slow enough, and so it just takes. I mean, you, you end up just putting in like three or four and going to another gas station. You just done. So is that how you handle your pump? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think you have to think way ahead, man. There's just there's not there's not. I'll just go to the gas station. No, 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 no. You got to go to the special ones with the special pumps. <laughs> <laughs> now apparently that's an issue with the Volkswagen Bug. There's some kind of some kind of thing in the gas tank that's the thing and the thing. And the guy said, you know, we can take a look at it, but. It's probably this, and that means we're going to have to drop the tank and do this and do that. And I'm like, mm, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, that's why you have car show, right? Right. Right. Why didn't I think of that? Gosh darn it. I'm going to have to go back and run that through Car Shield. It is Fat Pile Friday. And uh, so we've got to get to the fat pile today. There is a plethora of fat in the pile today. You can quote me on that if you'd like. There is a plethora of fat in the fat pile today on Chewing the Fat. But we do want to tell you that it is time that perhaps uh, we can go to space. Because the satellite did launch in the window yesterday. And for those of you that were listening, we know that the... I will say that it could be... I know, applause. But I, I want to give them... Congratulations and pat him on the back and say yes, good job. But in the second one, there was still a window, right? It wasn't. It wasn't just like we're gonna we're gonna launch a satellite into space on Thursday at two p.m. It was we're gonna attempt to launch the satellite on Thursday between two and four p.m. If the winds are not blowing completely to the left and a bird doesn't fly by, I was re-listening to our conversation about that because. 
I was bored. So I'm in the bathroom, <laughs> and, uh, wow. brushing my teeth, listening to the conversation. And then I just, for a minute, I'm like, dude, it's a space program. We put all of our hope in the space program. You know, the race to Mars, the race to yeah. the moon. Uh, abort, abort, abort. We had a pigeon land on the tip. Yeah. And the winds are two miles uh, per <laughs> hour too fast. <laughs> And the sun is tilting to the left, and the water well, the possible possible cold front pushing through. We've got to shut it down. And the water's in low tide, and that crab over there gave me the stink eye. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I forgot I to get my coffee. No. I know. Shoot that damn rocket. Let it go to space, and maybe comes back. Anyway, congratulations for launching the satellite record, the first satellite from uh, the Space Force. Uh, there's only, I was looking at this, and I think it, I think it's actually more, but I was trying to find the exact number of satellites. 18. Yep. How'd you guess? I don't know. It, just, How I, did it, you it guess? felt correctly. Right. It's 18 plus 4,969. <laughs> Wow. Is that just from us or so is that 4,969 4, plus 18 uh -huh. is how many satellites are orbiting the planet right now? Okay. That's from any country that has the privilege to send stuff up there, right? Well, no, no. That's just from Zimbabwe. And Zimbabwe has 4,987 satellites orbiting the globe. We haven't completely calculated how many of the main world leader countries are put up satellites. Yes, the whole world. I'm just asking. You're the one wow. with the facts over there. God. I'm just being curious and participating because I was like, wow, that's a lot. I wonder if that's the whole world or is that just that us? Just Swaziland? Uh, no, no, it's not. No. Careful there with Swaziland. Have you seen the pictures that the ambassador keeps sending us on Twitter? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're buying stuff. Before, it was like nothing. Now, they're buying everything. I know. Everybody's worried. Everybody's concerned, man. We got the yeah. world on alert. Zimbabwe. Oh, no, not Zimbabwe. Where's this ambassador? Swaziland. Swaziland. Calm down, Swaziland. The coronavirus is <laughs> not touching you. You'll be okay. There's, there's nothing to take from okay. Swaziland. You've got 4,969 satellites orbiting the globe. You'll be fine. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. So please, subscribe to Chewing the Fat. It's very easy. Just go to theblaze.com slash podcasts. Click on Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. That window opens and a plethora of platforms comes up. You can choose whatever one warms the cockles of your heart, like iTunes, like iHeartRadio, like Stitcher, and then subscribe. Thank you. If you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber, <laughs> you're a loser. I don't know what you're doing with your life. I don't want to call you a loser, but you're a loser. Also, it may be time for you to think about subscribing to Blaze TV. You know, my podcast is free. You're welcome. I give and I give and I give. Well, free for now. But yes. Thank you. It is free 
for now. And I can't promise you that it's going to be free tomorrow, so subscribe today. Now, I can probably promise you that it's going to be free tomorrow. I can't promise you that it's going to be free Monday. No, Monday's the end of March. Tuesday, April 1st. You know what? I can't. Pro- I can promise you that it's going to be free okay. until okay. April 1st. We get 1st. it. We get it. <laughs> we get it. It's time to move on, bro. So- but it is time. It is time that you subscribe to Blaze TV. Now is the time. 30, 30 bucks off right now. Wow. Just go to the blazetv.com slash Jeffy. J-E-F-F-Y. 30 bucks off. You're welcome. I mean, again, I give and I give and I give. And what's the website again? Well, I just go to the blazetv.com. Okay. Why are you... No, because before you what said did the I say Blaze, wrong? Yeah, you said theblazetv.com. All right, hold on. I'm typing it in now. Hold on. This if I go Blaze to www. Well, you go to https. Blazetv.com. Yeah, but you said the. Slash Jeffy. Right, slash Jeffy. And it takes you right to get the Blaze TV. It takes you right there. Blazetv.com. Slash Jeffy takes you right there for the 30 bucks off. There you go. Wow. Good job. <sighs> you are killing me. So, okay, the headlines. I mean, I've got a plethora of headlines. Plus, I've got a great, a, such a, a great story about uh, dating in the coronavirus days. What are you, New York City again? Yes. Yes, I am. And we're going to go over a few of more of the New York City sex guide really? tips. We are? And then Oh yeah. Yes. And then we're going to go and then we're going to go over some uh, some special social distancing pickup lines Heck which are yes. tremendous. Sexy. They are tremendous. I don't know who wrote them. And if you're the person who wrote them, Email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. I'll give you all the love in the world but because they are fantastic. And these sexy pickup lines revolve around COVID-19, Wuhan virus, and coronavirus, right? That's correct. Yes, baby. That's correct. Oh. I could not. I've, I have been Wait, laughing we, we can't since, start last, now? since I got these last night. We can't start now? I've been. We could. I think we should. But I've got the fat pile. The fat pile is not going anywhere. Trust me. <laughs> the fat pile has been sitting there That's for a good point. 15 days now since he can't leave that room. So the fat pile is not going anywhere. Okay. So I'll, I'll, we'll do this. We'll start with the NYC sex guide. All right. Because yeah. I went back. I went back through the two-page uh, PDF of the New York City Sex Guide, and they have some tips for how to enjoy sex and to avoid spreading COVID-19. They remind you to have sex with people close to you. Now, the next safest partner is someone you live with. Having close contact, including sex, with only a small circle of people helps prevent spreading COVID-19. Just remember that, you know, only a small circle of people. Now you should avoid close contact, including sex with anyone outside your household. If you do have, se- hello, if you, 
if you do come in, <laughs> if you do have sex with others, have as few partners as possible. This all is from the NYC uh, sex guide. Also, they felt the need. Come in. My gosh. They also felt they needed to put this in the guide. If you start to feel unwell, you may be about to develop symptoms of COVID-19, which include fever, cough, sore throat, or shortness of breath. Skip sex, especially kissing. So, those are some powerful tips from the NYC sex guide right there. Powerful. Well, that's NYC... COVID-19 sex guide. That's, that's <laughs> yes. not like a sex guide that they just published, you know, because it's March 27. <laughs> I'm sure they probably have that as well, but this is the COVID-19 NYC sex guide here. But I now have the social distancing pickup lines. Again, if you wrote these, I love you. I don't know who wrote them. I don't know who came up with them, but they are tremendous. So I need some... Uh, I need some pickup line music. What I need. You know, the sexy music. It's playing. Did you not hear it? No, that's correct. What you have to do is you have to pot it up. Even on your little board. That, that means that I get to hear it. If you pot it up, that's the way it works. Uh, inside baseball. But. Do you want to start all over again? This thing is, you know, a fader. They slide up and down. Up is where the audio gets louder. We'll we'll start all over again because somehow I was listening, the audience heard it, and you obviously did not hear it. So, so well, then, other than the fader, what you could do is push a programming button on the top, which feeds my headphones and this feed so that I can hear it. Now I'm, I know I'm not in the mood. I've got to get back in the mood again. I'd Let me get a drink. Hold on. Call the wife? I don't know. who. I can't get you in the mood. <sighs> okay. Social distancing pickup lines. I, yep. <sighs> you know... If COVID-19 doesn't take you out, can I? Oh, yeah. Is that hand sanitizer in your pocket, or are you just happy to be within six feet of me? Oh, yeah. Since all the public libraries are closed, I'm checking you out instead. Oh, yeah, baby. You can't spell virus without you and I. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Baby, do you need toilet paper? Because I can be your Prince Charming. Oh, yeah. Social distancing pickup lines. I saw you from across the bar. Stay there. 
<laughs> oh yeah, baby. Come on. Without you in my life, my life is empty as a supermarket shelf. Or Venezuela. Oh, don't bring your Spanish stuff in. Don't do it. Don't bring your people in. Not inside the social distancing pickup lines. Hey, babe. Can I ship you a drink? (laughs) You know, you can't spell quarantine without... You are a QT. That's a good one. That's a, I like that. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. And this one. Okay, we can't have the sexy music. We actually need. We. I wish we. We should actually try to find the uh, our baby. It's cold outside music because uh, I don't even know if she have it anymore. But you know, we did a rendition of "Baby It's Cold Outside," and the last two are from "Baby It's Cold Outside." Okay. When we did our Baby It's Cold Outside rendition, and you can go back and find the podcast uh, around Christmas, it was our special Cold Outside release. Uh, you know, it was a hit. Every holiday, it's a, like one of the biggest hits in America is the Chris Cruz, Jeff Fisher, Baby It's Cold Outside rendition. And we were the two characters uh, in the song, Chris and I. And, uh, we went back and forth, just like uh, you know the other renditions of the song. We did the original lyrics, but uh, here at the end of the social distancing pickup lines, uh, they have the "Baby, It's Cold Outside" COVID nineteen edition. So uh, I'll just do it. Give me a little, give me a little cold outside music. I'll just do it, and then we'll just do it together, like we did it. Huh? I really can't stay. Baby, it's COVID 19 outside. Yeah, come on. Come on, baby. So, I really can't stay. Baby, it's COVID 19 outside. I really can't stay. Baby, it's COVID. Now we gotta take it again. Take, I can't work like this. This this is what happens in the studio. Okay, this is why it takes an entertainer so long. (laughs) (laughs) Baby, it's cold outside. I don't know the lines, so you gotta give me. I really can't stay. What do you mean you don't know the lines? Okay. I really can't stay. Okay. Maybe it's COVID-19 outside. Okay. okay, okay, here we go, here we go. I mean, need to write it down? No, I think I got it. I think I got okay. it. I think I got right. it. I really can't stay. Yeah, I really can't stay. Maybe it's, it's COVID-19 outside. outside. Yeah, I said I got okay. it, I got it, I got it. Maybe it's cold outside. Baby, I can't stay. It's COVID nineteen outside. Ah, 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 ah. 
So I know we're going to get into the coronavirus fat pile headline Friday here on Fat Pile Friday, but I want to be clear about something that you heard first here on Chewing the Fat. We talked about dogs and roaming dogs and what we were going to have to do, and I told you about Fluffy. In the last couple of days, we were concerned. New York City, people are adopting dogs because it's uh, you know it's this, that time and they want to have you know their comfort animal, but I'm telling you, when it comes down to it, Fluffy's going to be left out on the streets, and people are going to be left to fend for themselves with packs of wild animals around. What's the story I see yesterday? Mountain lions prowl the streets of Boulder due to social distancing. As humans are staying indoors and having less contact with wildlife, officials are unsure of what this means for animals that are getting used to this new routine. I can tell you what it means in my neighborhood. Uh, yes. I might get a little bit closer than the faraway shot, but you're going to start hearing shots like that in the neighborhood if animals are running crazy. I'll tell you that. Maybe it's just me, but the neighbor is not as close as they normally are. (laughs) Man, calm down, all right? They're shooting all over the neighborhood. Holy cow. I'm telling you, be careful out there. And animals are, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get ugly. And you heard about it here first. Just be prepared. It's all I'm asking. Be prepared. But there's some, it's not funny. I don't know why you're laughing, my friend, because it's getting ugly out there. Wow. You don't care about people. You don't care about animals. I mean, we obviously humans first, but I don't want animals to get hurt. But if they come into the into the town and just start roaming around like they own the joint, uh, no. No. So we'll do the uh, coronavirus update here as we go. We have to do that. It's a must now in today's world. Uh, right now, the USA now tops the world in total cases. If you believe that China only has 81,340 total cases of COVID-19. Yeah, they do because uh, the the uh, previous 80,000 people are... Yes, those don't exist anymore. They were never cases. They were never cases. Wait, I have to... So in- <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know. I think I might have. Nope, he's fine. He, he didn't have it. Okay. So Italy has 86,000. Italy has more. Italy has more than China has reported. And now the USA has 96,660. I mean, we're going to crack 100,000 probably today. Uh, as we, I mean, it's in the afternoon as we're recording this podcast. So the U.S. will probably cracked 100,000 today. But our total deaths are only 1,468. So we're hanging in there pretty good. Wow, Spain has almost 5,000 deaths as well. That's incredible. Wow. My people. That's a lot of people. I mean, we lose a lot more to other diseases. So should we have the world in lockdown, in particular the USA over this? Yes. More, More and more people are saying no yes i don't know no but i just said yes i know but i don't know i want you to count me yes i didn't know and nobody no everybody is thinking i don't know 
everyone is saying, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That's all I'm hearing. I haven't heard anybody say yes. All I'm hearing is everybody is questioning. No, yes. I just said yes. This is good. I haven't heard that from anyone. Yeah, but I'm so, right here in front of you. I'm literally inside your head because you have headphones on. Over 50% of the country right now is in lockdown, right? I mean, this country? holy cow. Yeah. Huh. I thought it was more than that. No, more, more than like, 50%? I mean, yeah. we got more than half the country in lockdown? It feels like the whole country's on lockdown. It does. Be, well, look, half the country is in lockdown. The other half are like, oh, I guess I'll just stay home too. I got, you, you know, know, the restaurant isn't closed. You know, what's very funny is that I don't have cable. Um, so when I watch the news, I will watch them at the studios. Well, I haven't been in the studios uh, for 15 days now, yeah. and I was pulling some clips out. Did you see what the news stations are doing? They have like, they have the screen, you know, like the screen, and in the background they have like the death tolls, the sick tolls, the they have like all these graphics. The running totals. The running yeah, totals. That yeah. is so cool. It's scary. Good thing I don't have cable. Because I don't want to see that on my box. I know. But, like, I was like, whoa, that is the coolest thing I haven't seen TV in 15 days. Okay, that's pretty cool. Well, no, that's too scary. No, never mind. I'm not pulling that clip anymore. But everybody has it. <laughs> CNN, Fox News, they'll have that thing in the background. Or they have the tickers. Do you not, do you not, see, the, do you not see the countdown behind me? Is that out of your oh, out is of that a countdown? camera's oh, view? I thought it was, like, the food left. Like, no, no but I, I've got the I've got the running totals and everything. It's like the death clock. Yeah, just running behind me. The death, I, I, I call was, it the death clock, but it's just running behind me at all I thought, times. I thought that was like you checking account clock. I'm like, oof. Yeah, that's a negative. You know, that, the, my my checking account is the world, the world, uh, whatever the hell Federation Earth people shut off. Man, that thing is just <laughs> shut down. <laughs> Or the oh, World, World Wildlife Federation, that's who they are. All right, so uh, I've already shut down. My checking account is already shut down for yeah, the World Wildlife Federation. You already wrote a check, though. You're, well, I'm sorry? You already wrote a check. You can't shut down your, your checking account if you're still writing yeah, checks. Yeah, no, it's already shut down. And you can, by the way, just to be clear, you can write checks even if your checking account is shut down. Uh, I want to say, can I quote you on that? But I feel that could be used uh, against me, against you in a court of law. So I'm okay, not it's even just gonna... a joke. This is a joke. I'm not kidding. No, it's just, you, you can't do that. It's illegal. And wow. You know, I wouldn't want people to do that ever. So there's that. So we're getting reports now that, Cities are saying they can, they're going to arrest you if they have uh, yeah. if you're out on the streets. But according to my source, they're not doing it. Wait, is this your source inside the Fort Worth Police Department? I never said what police department my source was part of. First of all, let's <laughs> be clear said, about that. You said you talked to someone from the Fort Worth Police Department. No, I don't think I then, did. And then that I don't think that, I ever. Then, I don't think I ever stipulated. What police department my source is from? But you did because no, I made I fun of not. you because I was like, wait, that Fort Worth police officer now became your source? Is like, yes, yes, I have an inside source. 
I don't think it was Fort Worth, though. Just, I just have a police officer source. I don't believe I've ever said it was Fort Worth. Okay. So you can, I mean, you can pretend that it's Fort Worth if you want. You can pretend that it's, but it's really not Fort Worth. Okay. Wow. Because I never said that it was yeah, Fort but Worth. You did, uh, but you did. If I did, I got to stop drinking. <laughs> so, uh, so all I was going to do is uh, go through these headlines today, and I, we haven't even we haven't even hardly touched on them. I mean, people, we've had an actor arrested for peddling fake coronavirus cure. I mean, we're going to get more and more of these stupid crimes, let alone the terrorist threats of licking the deodorant. That's a terrorist threat. I'm looking for the odor, so. That's about it. But it is. I know, I know. But you know the actor Keith Lawrence Middlebrook. I mean, I have who doesn't? Her who doesn't know? No, oh, yeah, him. He was oh. had small roles in Iron Man. Iron Man. He had a small role in Iron Man Three and Thor. I mean, a huge actor, just huge. I, w- I just watched Iron Man Three, so. Keith, yeah, Keith Lawrence Middlebrook. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what part he played because I you know I don't want to spoil the movie for you. Oh no no uh, go right and, ahead go right ahead please please spoil the movie for me. Keith Middlebrook. Ooh, we're still strolling. We're still crawling. Smelling. Why? Well, they said small role, man. He is way down here. It's got to be in a group that died in some explosion. That was me. I was flying through the air just the other side of the fence. That was me. Wait, this is not even in here. What's the deal? Iron Man three. He's they say small role. He's probably one of the guys that what are they what are they unnamed? Unnamed credit. There it is. Keith Middlebrook. Uh yeah, uncredited. Agent Adams. Uncredited. <laughs> Except they gave him credit. IMDB. So he was peddling, so he's made a fortune from that, you know. I mean, they probably paid him. 30, 40 bucks. And uh, <laughs> he was peddling a fake coronavirus cure. He said that he had a patent pending cure for the deadly virus. He said that he claimed to have Irving Magic Johnson on his board of directors. When asked about it, Irving told the authorities, um, I don't even know who you're talking about, man. <laughs> the guy that was in Airman 3, you know, Agent. Yeah, yeah, Agent Adams. Agent the Adams. Uncredited. Yeah. You don't know who that is? <laughs> upcoming star. I mean, he could get 20 years in prison. Good. Well, you also got uh, Alex Jones got in trouble. Yeah, I know. Well, so, he, he just lost his case, right? He's got to pay a bunch of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's still hurt. I mean, bless his little heart. We should try to talk to him. I want to talk to Alex. You want to talk to Iron Man? I think 3, we get Alex Jones. No, Agent. Alex Jones. Oh, Alex. talk to Alex Jones, and I, and, and I want to talk to Elon Musk. Well, we better not say that on the air, though. I don't want other people, other shows, to try to get a hold of them. Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. So, those of you that have been listening to Chewing the Fat uh, over our uh, CQB days here at the. Uh, 
coronavirus uh, quarantine bunker. Uh, you know that we've been uh, talking about uh, supply lines and truckers, and we've been uh, you know communicating with some of our trucker listeners uh, across the country. And we also know that uh, even though we're getting bad news uh, from a lot of the different medias, a lot of our trucker friends are saying, "Hey, hey, hey! Trucks are still you know truck stops are still open, restaurants are still open. You might have to get your food to go, but they still have food and they still have some facilities open." So it may not be as bad as what some in the media are portraying it right now, but it definitely could get that way. And a senior fellow at the Heritage Foundation, uh, Darren Baxt, uh, wrote a big article called Three Fixes to Ensure a Stable Food Supply During the Coronavirus Pandemic. And I wanted to talk to Darren a little bit, and I appreciate you joining us today, Darren. How are you, sir? I'm good. Uh, Thanks for inviting me. So uh, as I'm going through your uh, your story and you have, uh, you know, th- the three steps that uh, will help in our uh, to keep the, you know, the food lines open for America. We've found out now that, uh, you know, I, I, we kind of get the idea that we think we don't have any food left because the shelves are empty. What we do have is just kind of a distribution issue. Right. Uh, people are buying more than what the companies are used to restocking. So, I mean, there's still stuff there to restock the shelves. Absolutely. Uh, the, the FDA says there's no food shortage, and they're right. That may seem like a odd thing to say, given when, that when you go to the stores, there's a lot of empty food shelves. But it's, it's, a, it's an inventory problem that's going to be addressed as a short-term issue. But when we look at the over, overall food supply, there's plenty of food, and lo- the logistical issues will get addressed. Um, throughout the food supply chain. So in your view, the three fixes to ensure uh, that that stable food supply uh, continues uh, are what? Well, I think there are numerous things, um, but the three that I identified, and I think the three that are important right now are, first of all, we should not be forgetting the truck drivers who are definitely, I think, the unsung heroes out there during this pandemic. Um, states need to keep rest stops open. Amen. And, and, and last week, there were several states that were not doing this. Um, Pennsylvania and Nebraska, um, Michigan. Uh, so, so in Pennsylvania, they still have got a decent number of rest areas closed. Yeah, I mean, they were forced to open uh, open as, I don't know how many they were. I thought they were forced to open them all, but uh, they were forced to open the ones that they have open. Yeah, they, they, they got so much pressure, and they opened about 13 out of 30. Um, this is the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation. They opened 13 out of 30 of the their rest areas, but then they opened up some more yesterday, I believe. So mm-hmm. it's improving on that front, and Nebraska seems to be taking care of their problem. There is a Apparently, some toilet paper theft that was going on in some of these rest stops. So they, they didn't want to keep them open. Um, so if there's no attendant there. So it, it seems like states are addressing it, but you just never know how it's going to play out and whether or not states are going to continue to make sure that these rest stops are available. And, and, and it's not simply just making it available for parking, it's also you need to make sure you have restroom facilities. Yeah. And the ability to actually get food and drinks as well and whatever other key services that are necessary. It's it's understandable to have some limitations in light of the coronavirus, 
but that doesn't mean the truck drivers shouldn't be able to gain access to these key services. Correct, especially when we are uh, expecting them to uh, deliver our goods uh, across the country, just like they have been doing. And I know other, you know, there's plenty of companies that are redoing what they deliver uh, in this time of uh, COVID-19, but they're still on the road delivering product. And uh, we have to be, I mean, if they're going to be on the road, we've, they've got to be able to, uh, uh, they've got to be able to stop and uh, take a break. It's just part of the deal. Yeah, absolutely. So you also have on here uh, process visas for agricultural guest workers. I, I mean, is that going to be addressed in the new $18 trillion never-ending printing <laughs> money bill that was just signed? I think the U.S. is already trying to address this issue. The So the, the United States suspended routine visa services in U.S. embassies and consulates, and that includes Mexico. Right. And, and a lot of the guest workers come from, well, Mexico. Mexico, yeah. Um, and this is particularly important with um, with produce, so for, you know, fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. And so what the – the State Department was doing was they were focusing on making sure that returning guest workers with what are called the H-2A visas, those are the temporary agriculture workers visas, that they could kind of be expedited and come in. But that by itself is not going to be enough. You have to make sure that all kind of the all the guest workers that would be available on the H-2A can come in, not just the returning workers. And I think the State Department is working towards doing but it's really important that these H-2A workers do come in so that we can get the food, so the farmers have the workers they need to get us the yeah. food we need. And, and not only, I mean, not only the harvesting, but uh, the planting, right? I mean, we're <laughs> somebody's got to plant that the same time, uh, you know, down the road when we harvest. Absolutely. And one, one thing also that shouldn't be lost is there's another visa program that's not agriculture, but it's... So it's phase to be temporary worker program, right. not agriculture. But there are some industries that I would call agriculture related, like the seafood industry, that's going to be very dependent, that's right. very dependent on some of these visas. So it's important to kind of get these workers in and not delay in, in the meantime. So we can kind of make sure we keep the food supply moving. Yeah, that'd be nice. And look, even when we have, uh, you know, so many people, uh, you know, unemployed now or at least unable to work. Uh, you know, still, uh, we have to eat, uh, hello. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you also have on here approve, uh, a waiver of the Jones act. I don't think a lot of people are, uh, aware of the Jones act. I know I, I, I wasn't, uh, until I read your article and I thought, well, that makes a lot of sense. Hey, that's probably why you wrote the article, dear. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the Jones act is a 100 year old law. It's actually 100 years old this, this year. year. Yeah. Happy birthday, Jones Act. Um, and it's a, it really is a protectionist measure for the domestic U.S. shipping practices in the industry. And what it does is it mandates that any goods shipped by water between two points in the U.S. must be transported on a U.S. built, U.S. flagged, and at least a 75% U.S. crewed vessel. And, and that sounds, you know what, that kind of sounds good on the surface, but uh, yeah, it's not, I mean, you start looking at regulations, it just becomes maddening. Yeah, the, the problem is that it starts to drive up shipping costs. It can create delays, and that's like the last thing we need to do right now 
in particular. So giving an example, there's a um, Federal Reserve Bank of New York report, and it, it talks about the says the cost of shipping a 20-foot container of household and commercial goods from the East Coast of the U.S. to Puerto Rico is about double the cost of shipping to nearby islands not subject to the Jones Act. Wow. So there's a significant cost. And this, this particular law has a real impact on, um, as you might expect, Hawaii, Alaska, Puerto Rico, but right. really all, all areas of the United States. And, and the president has the power to waive the Jones Act, and it's not something that is unusual. In fact, the the Trump administration uh, approved a, a short-term waiver for petroleum products after Hurricane Harvey uh, and Irma. Um, okay. And then, and then President Trump approved a waiver for all products, not just petroleum products, but for all products shipped to Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria. And, and what, what I'm recommending, I'm not getting into the Jones Act generally, I'm just talking about a waiver, is that right now the president should waive the Jones Act um, during the, this national emergency. Yeah, and look, and, and if anyone uh, knows how to cut some red tape and get some things done, I mean, President Trump is the man for that job. So I'm guessing since it's already been done before, uh, it will get done, right? Especially when we start seeing uh, the need for uh, the use of those uh, shipping. He talked about uh, how uh, shipping would still remain, right? Our, our our structure would still remain. So he has to be able to do that. Darren Bax uh, from uh, the Heritage Foundation, when, when you were uh, going through your top three, uh, writing your uh, article uh, on the... Um, on the uh, three fixes to ensure a stable food supply during the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, you had mentioned when we first started, well, there's lots of things. What are the, you know, the top two that didn't make the top three? Now, let me <laughs> the top five. <laughs> yeah, I, I think one of the issues that didn't make it was, I think it's really important to focus on some of the local regulations dealing with delivery. So it's, it's nice for the food to be on the grocery store shelves. But since many people may not actually be able to go to the grocery store to actually yeah. get that food, it's important that the food get delivered to their households. So that's kind of that one piece, that one piece of the supply chain that I don't know is always discussed. It's that last piece right. in, in their context. So local governments and states need to really look at what laws they have in place that may make it difficult for businesses to actually deliver the food to households. So that's really important. And there are food safety. Um, we certainly want to have food safety protection, right. obviously during this point, but there is a, a massive law called the food safety modernization act that I won't bore you with, but um, <laughs> there, are, there are some things that are being implemented that are relatively new that I think create an undue burden on farmers and other people in the food supply. And then if anything, I don't think they should be implemented right oh. now or they should so, be. So you're saying government regulation is creating an undue burden on the citizens. Huh? That's a, that's just crazy. Yeah. Darren. Yeah, and, and, there, and there's exactly, and look, there's no question that some of these examples are um, things that we should probably be talking about when we're not in an emergency. Yeah, but, what it does but they're highlight, coming to the forefront right now, right? I mean, they're yeah, smacking they us in the face right now. It kind of shows us kind of the the incredible burden that is imposed on businesses and how it makes our lives actually costlier and more difficult. And it's, it does. It, it really is um, illuminated during this crisis. 
So, Darren, in your travels and your uh, studies, uh, we've heard uh, you know plenty of people talk. I'm gonna put you on the spot now. Uh, <laughs> outside of what we're talking about, uh, how long you see this go on? What do you? What are you just uh, off the top? You and me, just you and me talking. Uh, you know, here on chewing the fat, we're just we're just chewing the fat. Uh, you know, at the you and your pals at the Heritage Foundation, what, what are we looking at? Well, that, that's a great question, and I, I, I think it's, it's obviously very difficult to answer. But I hope I think look if, if we are I think aggressive right now, and we follow the recommendations that are being provided, and we keep our distance, and we um, we we do what's kind of being asked of us, and we kind of have what I think of a full core press. In the short and like the, the real short term, 15, 20 days, whatever it might be, I think that we can probably get back to work sooner than rather than later. But we all have to kind of do our part. Wow. That was a good government answer, Darren. That was <laughs> a really good government answer. So. Uh, but I, I like it. I mean, it puts a it puts a, a, a nice little light at the end of what could be a very long and dark tunnel. Uh, I don't know that. Uh, I don't know that. I mean, that's that's you, now you're looking at uh, Easter, which is what President Trump is hoping for, right? To get some people back, uh, back doing what they do by Easter. And well, I hope that's true. I hope oh, so do I. And it might be later. We'll, you know, we'll see. But we just got to do what we need to to make sure that um, that we can get to that point, or to, like you said, get back sooner rather than later. And I, I think for some people, they might be able to get back sooner, and for others, or it might be a little bit longer. Yeah, no kidding. Darren Bax, uh from the Heritage Foundation. You can follow following on uh, Twitter at Darren Baxt, and uh, joining us here on Chewing the Fat. The article uh, that we've been uh, discussing was his uh, three fixes to ensure a stable food supply uh, during our, uh, you know, our coronavirus pandemic. Darren, thank you so much for joining us too in the fat. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. 